like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Podcast. The podcast. He doesn't do anything? <laughs> does Bob do anything? That's the fun of it, isn't it? <laughs> Here under protest anything? is <laughs> Booze and Brews podcast. Unrewarding. Unrewarding. <laughs> Stupid. Tedious. Meaningless. Stupid. So pest. <laughs> Such a pest. Such a pest. <laughs> I think I'm going to start just calling people pests in my normal life. Like someone cuts me off in traffic. I'm you going to roll to my window and be like, you're a pest. I love Good this. Sir. My uncle says it. Like, yeah. you're a pesty. I love it. It's and like, he says pill a lot, yeah. too. He's a pill. Yeah, you're a yeah. pill and a pest. Such a pill. He calls Bob a pill a lot. Yeah. You know, like, if I know Stop you're such a, a fucking pill. pill. So, so pilly. Yeah. Pilly? What he said. Yeah. I'm like a pilly sweater. Yeah. I'm just covered I'm in just pills. Just covered yeah. in pills. I'm bumpy. <laughs> I'm soft and bumpy. I'm, I'm soft and bumpy and drugged out of control. <laughs> 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 yum, yum, yum. <laughs> I'm so much fun. Oh, look at this. I'm a bottle of pills. I'm ripped for your pleasure and high on drugs. <laughs> Guys, I think you just wrote my dating profile. I think <laughs> so. You know what? Your pleasure and high on drugs. Somebody's gonna come across. Swipe you. right, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know why you're not already. Interest peaked. Five question marks. <laughs> I bet it is. Oh, oh shit! Oh, my God. Shit. And it just sends to like a chat sex bot that's yeah. just yeah. like subscribe to my Patreon. Oh yeah, <laughs> way to make some cash. Yeah, man, man. Now we'll just. Program, girls. We'll just program one of those, you know, like auto generating. I'm sure China's things. built sex robots by now. We'll yeah. do, or Japan, sorry. Japan, apologies, definitely. apologies, China. Yeah. Definitely Japan. Yes. Um, but we'll just like program in some words where you can be like, ooh, baby, not there. Ooh, baby, I love the way every day. Stick it there. I want to be with you night and day. Get it out of my eye. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to tell you I love you way. That's, I'm going to have a sex bot that only does like power ballad love songs. <laughs> You know? I thought it was just going to be like, it's just going to be singing Peter Frampton no, songs. No, no, no. Every, like, I want some fucking warrant do, in there. Do, yeah. I want some fucking Every Rose Has Its Thorn in there. Feel I, like I do. <laughs> but no, they're not going to sing Rick it. Rick Roll. They're just going to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do just you sex feel robot like I It's just going to be like, I'm never going to give you up. I am <laughs> never going to let you down. down. It feels I'm like never the first turn time. Around. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't like. I love. would like to love. Put a <laughs> smile on your face, ten miles wide. Look so good, make a grown man cry. Yeah, who? Everyone is hard right now. Every right, single one. Ladies, ladies got lady boners. Dudes got at least a half chub. Yeah, you got. I have to your sit pants, down ladies. during the show as a result <laughs> of what of this what conversation I've done has to done. Myself. Yes, with my <laughs> robot voice. I am turned on by, by myself. <laughs> I feel like no. Yeah. When I think about you, I touch myself. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good robot voice. Thank you. <laughs> inward singing. Uh, I, I, you invent I, something like inward, inward singing. singing. I, I, <laughs> welcome to the Booth and Bruce podcast. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. We're the podcast that- <laughs> uh, who tells each other ghost stories and drinks thematically appropriate beers. Thematically appropriate beers. So many people are turning off right yeah, now. Yeah, they're, they're just like, like, like I'm I'm sorry, I It can't. started out with people just going, oh, <laughs> friend like, champagne. This- 
and then devolved into robot voices. Robot. Someone who's listening to this podcast is the first one, and they're just like, "What the fuck is what this? What is this shit? These people are ridiculous. Are they really robots? It's just, they- just a clusterfuck of shit." Yeah, accurate description. These hosts are pests. They are <laughs> such pests. Yeah, accurate. So yeah. far, you have described Actually this accurate. show yeah. to a T. And maybe they want to swipe right on Tinder for me. I, hey. Yeah, they do. Hey. <laughs> Bob almost been taken. Oh. Uh, oh. I don't have uh, online dating profiles, but now I kind of want to start one that just has shit phonies. I say on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get the weirdest matches. Yeah, you are. Oh my god! And oh, there's gonna be some creeper. And then yeah, I was just looking at your profile, and I thought you seemed like you have a really great personality. Can I see your boobs? Send no four or five dollars. That's right. <laughs> you can make some money off of yeah, this. Yeah, man. I got girls got bills to pay. Yeah, I got five dollars around all day anyway, man. Right? You might as well pay me for it. Get something out of it. <laughs> I mean, because right now all it's giving me is back problems. Seventy cents on the fucking dollar, and I got back problems. <laughs> <laughs> hard at work that's right I, you guys i think we just this oh is a good God. business yeah <laughs> i i recently like bought a new bra victoria's secret and the woman who was fitting my bra she was like your bra is doing the lord's work <laughs> <laughs> and I thought so funny. amen and then i retold that story and i told people that i said it but i didn't say but it. It. some poor 17 year old girl working in the victoria's secret <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised who's that- funnier than me I'm surprised that somebody that age had that sort of humor. Yeah. She, her bra was also doing the Lord's, Lord's work, work. So she understood. She's probably heard yeah. it a I mean, few yeah, times. That's probably a thing in her family. Yeah. Um, anyway, this episode, not about my breasts, strangely no. enough. What? But closely related. <laughs> about it's mine. about Orson Welles. <laughs> he Whoa. had big man breasts. Who also had breasts. <laughs> he also, I feel like... Uh, if he lived in our time and he would have some troubles with uh oh yeah with ladies and the time's up and all oh. of the mm, oh i feel 100 percent. i was married what four times three times, three times two long-term companions i'm gonna use that uh, yeah uh, uh, companions. companions yeah dude got around dude yeah. dude had some mommy issues for show i feel like he was also probably never on top because he really brained no, out, out in he, his later years oh yeah <laughs> A woman looks and be like, oh, you're not coming over here. Mm-mm. Here, just you sit there and I'll let me do the work. Mama will do the work. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, this, that is Orson Welles' sex you life. You ain't got to go to work, but you got to do the work. That's right. Irk, irk, irk. I'm just going to sing pop songs now that you guys don't know. Um, that is correct, 100%. So this week we're doing Haunted Orson Welles, which right. was a listener suggestion. Thank, Thank you, you, Amy. Thanks, Amy. Uh, oh, and I mailed your shit out. Yeah, Yay! your stuff is finally in the mail on the way to you. Sorry that took so long. Shit's uh, coming. Yes. Um, which led us to learn a lot more about Orson Welles. We are now experts. Which is delightful, because that we're motherfucker's sexperts. delightful. He yeah, really interesting. experts on Orson Welles. We also, uh, which led me to learn that... Uh, the brain from Pinky and the Brain is based on Orson, Orson Welles. Welles. Yes. Yeah. And there is an entire, ep- there is an episode of Pinky and the Brain where he does the whole peas thing mm-hmm. in, in, a voice, in a fake voiceover booth. And instead of saying, I'll go down on you, he says, I'll make cheese, cheese. for you. I'll make cheese for you. <laughs> it's delightful. Yeah, and it's called Yes Always. It's on YouTube. You can just watch just it. Just look it. So just watch it. You definitely should. Oh, and so when good. you know that, and then you watch Pinky and the Brain, you're like, yeah, he kind of is, is Orson, Orson Welles. Welles. Yeah. But then you're really confused because it's like, this is a weird joke for a kid's cartoon show before that no the internet was really get. a big yeah. deal. And no my parents definitely, weren't going to get it either. It was definitely a joke for people in the voiceover community. Yeah. I yes. think. It was 100%. a joke for Rob Paulson. Yeah, right? exactly. Who was the voice of the Pinky? Pinky. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I know because I've met him. No, aren't you fancy? Because yeah. I've worked with I've worked with Robert Paulson. I've worked oh, with worked Robert Paulson. With. Yes, he's oh, a delight. Aren't you fucking special? You're so I, fancy. I am. I've worked with nobody. I've worked with Zach Braff. Ooh. Oh, it, yeah. I'll name drop, drop it. Yeah. I know. God Ready? Damn, Bob. Do it. Do it. Do it. I did, that's who I worked with. Oh, oh I worked. I worked I with Harry worked. Shearer once, actually. Oh. Which is actually kind of a cool one. That's pretty cool. I heard he was a butthead, but he was actually very nice. Um, I once worked in an animation studio, and I met Mark Hamill. So. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that you wins. Win. Um, win. I also met Malcolm McDowell, who always used to wear fabulous scarves. I feel like he still does. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I've seen He's pictures of him. He's pretty fabulous. He's also a tiny old man. He is. He looks like he'd be so frail. Yeah. With his scarf. Yeah, I felt like I, I could beat him up or murdered him with his fantasy scarves. Oh, yeah, just come up from fantasy behind. Scarves. Fantasy scarves. Fantasy scarves. <laughs> I've barely had this beer and it's four percent, and apparently yeah, I've lost my ability to speak. You can't there do it. There is a scarf by Paul <laughs> Masson, Paul made Masson. of the same French excellence. There's a farm in Lincolnshire, <laughs> made of my fancy Every scarves. July, peas grow there. In July, in July, you start a goddamn English sentence with in, in July. July. <laughs> anyway, you guys. Please Look, watch these. Honest yeah, to God, if you've not watched the peas one or Are the Paul Masson champagne ads. You should hit pause, watch them, and, and then, then come, come back. back because otherwise this episode's not going to be that funny to you. No. Yeah, you're not just... Not there's homework. Well, who knows? There may be other jokes in yeah. here. There's homework for this episode. However, yeah. I think both videos total out at oh. like six minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. Total. So, so it's not that long of a day. Fucking invest the time. You'll, it will be worth it. Yes. You're welcome. Y'all welcome. So I figure what we'll do... I'll tell you. Do it. Let's do it. We just decide how we're going to do this podcast. Yeah, this is our show. We'll do it live. So we're going to do it live. Yeah. We're just going to start talking. It's good. About Orson. Check. Check. Done. (laughs) Done. Done. Cross that off. Um, It's to done. Cross that off the to-do list. So you would think, oh, Orson Welles, one man. How could one man possibly haunt more than one place? Well, he was a big man. He was a big man. There was a lot of Orson to go around. There was a lot of Orson to go (laughs) around. There really was. So thankfully, the two of us combined will tell you about the many places where Possibly, Mr. Wells. Possibly. Still likes to hang uh, out. Still likes to hang I out. I ghost stories that are Orson adjacent. Okay. That's... Mine's That's Mine's supposed to be Orson Orson. Yeah. Yours is good. Orson Mine Orson. was a, like a deeper dive. I have I have three little stories, but I'm happy with them. That's good. So... Yay me. But you are first. Yes, I am. And you are also going to regale us with some information about, about Orson, Orson Wells as a person. Because yes. you have done more research. I have. Melly goes, I'm sure we both did research on it. And I was like, I mean, I went to film school, so I like learned about him. So but. I know he was a dude. <laughs> but nah, dude. So... I've seen the Peas commercial about <laughs> ten times. Does I'm that a, count as research? I'm a sex expert at Orson Wells. I am Wells. a sex expert at Orson Wells. Orson. I'm so good at that. So uh-huh. I uh, so before <laughs> I tell you, doesn't do anything. Before I tell you guys the story of the haunted house in Hollywood Hills, yeah. where Orson used to live, which we should probably fucking go to, man. Yeah, we should. We um, I'm sure the residents won't be living angry. by someone. Oh yeah, I'm places. sure the guy that lives there. We'll if just, I go, we'll just dingy dong. Hi. They'll just dingy their dong and yeah. see if they'll let us inside. Yeah. Hi, that sorry, sounded I'm touch- really dirty yeah. in my head. I was like, it's a funny way to say ding dong. Yeah, I was like, like nope, their dong. that sounds like I just offered sexual favors. Yeah, Hi, I'm did. sorry I'm touching your penis, but yeah. I'm curious about your Orson Welles ghost. I'm also going to put that in my Tinder profile. I will dingy, dingy your dong. dong for an Orson Welles ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I like your profile. Mm. Um, so yeah. Swipe right. So fun. So history of Orson. Yay. History. Yay. Hey, history. So, for history nerds. Orson Welles 
has a whole special place in my heart because Why is he that? was born mm-hmm. in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I know. I was like, he's Yay. from Wisconsin. He is from Wisconsin. His name is also George. It is. It's George Jordan. Orson Welles. Jorson Welles. Jorson Welles. He was named after his brother. Um, and Orson was his great grandfather who was a prominent um, attorney in Kenosha, which oh. is like being the tallest short person, but yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Big yeah, so I'm the skinniest kid at fat camp. Right? Exactly. Um, which Orson Welles would not Orson, have been. No, he would have been the fattest kid <laughs> no. at fat camp. No. Um, um, he wouldn't have been the fattest kid at fat camp. Uh, have you seen Apocalypse Now? No. I haven't. The fatter, fatter actors exist. Oh, okay. Okay. No. So, uh, yeah. So he was born in Wisconsin. His uh, parents' marital bliss did not last much longer after he was born. And by nineteen, why was that? Did they? Did they? Think why they were why didn't they get along? Oh, divorce. divorce. Uh, so about that time, Orson's dad decided he really loves booze. Like loves it oh he was also thirsty yeah so he became his dad became an alcoholic because his father was actually independently wealthy he invented a bike lamp notes a bike lamp that was popular at the time and made millions and then blew it all on booze so mom was a fast die hard man so mom was a pianist and she was she, a penis? She was a penis. Yes. And okay. she took Orson penis. down to Chicago. And mm-hmm. to make ends meet, mom was, uh, she would play piano during lectures at the Art Institute of Chicago. Oh, interesting. So like while they were teaching, she That's would artsy, do the artsy, fartsy AF, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. Hi, is, is this discussion of, of modernist painting boring you? Well, here's a piano sonata. Yeah. Here's yeah. some Chopin yeah. in the background. That's right. Yeah. Blinky, blinky, plunk, 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 plunk. Blunk. That's my piano impersonation, apparently. Um, Where is the use of scruffito? Uh, Orson's mommy died yeah. when he was very young. He was nine when oh. she died. Oh, no. And he was left with drunk dad, which is cool. She died of hepatitis, I think. Oh, damn. Oh. That's yeah. not a good way to go. No. Um, I thought you were going to be like, she was hit by a bus. No, she wasn't. Um, he was hit I know by the hepatitis she, bus. She had the she had a sickness. I got confused yeah, for a second. Yeah, I remember. I got confused for a second. I went, she died of cold sores. I was like, yeah. no, that's herpes. That's that's herpes. <laughs> she died of genital warts. God, what? Is that even possible? The clap. She was what? eaten to death by crabs. <laughs> um, <laughs> very very slowly. Yeah. Uh, Orson had a couple crank, brothers crank, crank, crank. Um, older than him. One was touched and was at a institutionalized. Okay. Um, and then the other, I think, was much older, and he was left. Where you know he yeah. didn't go to live his own with devices. him. Yeah, uh, so Orson went to go live with Daddy. Okay, who was a drunk. Yeah, and then Dad would be and like, like okay. hadn't been raising him. Seems no. like no it's separated. Mom moved to Chicago. Right, so he went to school there, and then all of a sudden his dad was like, well. I uh, saw so boarding. He goes to the school here. No, I'm going to pull him out. Let's go to this school now in Madison. No, I want to do this. Let's go travel to what was it? The Caribbean for three years. Let's just go to Jamaica. Um, I That's can't all right. imagine the culture shock if you were born and raised in Wisconsin in Chicago in like the 1920s, yeah. and then mm-hmm. suddenly you moved to the Caribbean. <laughs> My God, his pasty white skin I was probably like, like he ah. was just lobster red for the first five, five months, months he was there, and those months were winter months. Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody who knew the Wellses actually said it looked like Orson was taking care of his dad. It was like, who was raising who? I'm sure. Because mm. at that point, he's like in like nine or ten, right? Um, He was like maybe early teens by okay. the time his dad picked so him up. So he's a grown-up. He was so, a tween. He yeah. was watching he was Disney Channel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was a big Hannah Montana fan. Big yep. time. Um, yep, yep. His dad died when he was 15. Uh, I think of like kidney liver failure. Shocking. He I died know. of crabs. Yeah. He yeah, had crabs. also died Caribbean of crabs. crabs. Caribbean, um, much larger, yes, much, much hungrier. Yeah. So then he went to, dick. I think the Todd Seminary School. That's where he finished his education. Um, Did he become Tom, like a Todd ward Seminary of, for boys? He, <laughs> he became like a ward of the state or like a ward family of the Jamaican state. Yeah. 
Hey there, little boy. I don't know if it was. I think family I know a place in Lincolnshire, man. <laughs> I think family friends stepped in to okay. like at least help him like finish his, his education. Brother's probably not. No. Um, and so he was. It was. We at know the, field in Jamaica every July. Ganja goes there, man. <laughs> Over the snow. So you he, could throw Wisconsin in there. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> So it was at the Todd Seminary for Boys, which was in Illinois, I think, which is where he started getting into theater and radio and, and changed his like name that. to Todd. And did change his name to Mary Todd. Lincoln. <laughs> Mary Todd Lincoln. Mary Todd Lincoln. Wells. Wells. Orson Wells. <laughs> Orson Wells. <laughs> it's all hyphenated. It's all It's, it's all very hyphenated. hard to put on a government yeah. form. That's right. Um, so it was here where um, he did a lot of theater and he did a lot of radio and I guess it was in I think he was like with his dad in Ireland at the time where he was doing some sort of play or radio his natural voice is a tenor but he when he went to Ireland to do a play he actually lowered his own voice oh. which is why he has that awesome sounding voice that he, he had he does have a fucking awesome voice I was yeah. listening to him talk sober yeah Drunk is real fun I, too like we were, you make fun of him for those pee advertisements you go man these go, peas sound good I know yeah. well, I'm gonna eat those peas he was supposed to be the voice of Darth Vader yeah. He was also supposed to be the narrator on the Twilight Zone. But he Ooh. was just like, my voice is too recognizable for both of those things. So he like turned them down. Mm. Well, like people, how cool would it have been if I he know. was the voice of Darth Vader? Right? Ah, I'm your father. <laughs> I am your father. Um, but yeah, so he did a lot of Shakespeare plays and he started getting... <laughs> a lot of Shakespeare plays. A lot of Shakespeare plays. He directed, he did a lot of radio. I didn't get too much into it because he did a fuck ton of radio and theater. Um, So he started getting famous on his own doing those two things. Yeah. And it was really 1938's War of the Worlds that like put him, I think, more into the public eye because at that point he was on like the Mercury Radio Theater. So he did a ton. They were saying he was making back in the 20s or 30s like $2,000 a week. Yeah. Which is insane. Sick wealth. Yeah. Sick wealth. I would take $2,000 a week right now. Yeah. Of doing just radio programs. Um, He was the original voice of The Shadow but he was uncredited because again everyone kind of recognized Mm. the voice but he was Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? men. (laughs) The Shadow knows. Um, In Lincolnshire. (laughs) So he um, did the 1938 War of the Worlds which is awesome. If you haven't listened to that either, you should. Yeah. Also, um, based White's on an H.G. Wells story, yeah. no relation, spelled different. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. There's no spelling involved, but their names are spelled differently. That's right. Um, but that one caused widespread panic because people who joined the broadcast late actually thought there was a real fucking alien invasion yeah. happening, which is so cool. And it wasn't. And it was like, I, yeah, God, haha, jokes on you, you dumb dumb. I imagine some like grandma in Oklahoma wigging out. Well, apparently, there's a goddamn space <laughs> alien ship coming down in the field. Yeah, <laughs> what? Why? I'm doing shit myself. Little green man. Little green man coming man. into my house. He's taking co- my pewter. Taking my pewter. These coastal elites done pull a trick on me. It's goddamn liberal media. Liberal media. <laughs> Fake news. Fake. This is all fake news. Fake news. Goddamn lie to me about a green man. Fucking. It's Russia. Roll <laughs> damn tide. <laughs> um, anyway. It's actually. That's a. Uh, they've like disproved that. Like people yeah, actually they say didn't it was like, go crazy. Yeah. They did a whole episode of um, Adam Ruins Everything About It. Which is a fucking amazing TV show. Um, yeah. But I was like. It's much more fun to think people just like rioting what? and like alluding yeah. in this yeah. Like just women running around freaking w- out like on fire just being like aliens. <laughs> 
so when in cool. fact they probably just went to their basement they were probably just like mm-hmm. god this is weird oh. this is a real weird fucking alien somewhere I, uh, not here yeah. this not guy's here. got a good voice but he's saying some weird things a lot of weird things um so it was because of the radio popularity that rko gave him such a sweetheart deal that was unheard of and RKO was made fun of for in for all the trades for Wells. giving it to Orson Welles because this is a man who has never done film before yeah and they gave him a writer producer director movie a three picture deal and they gave him like total creative control for this 20 something year old who and they were basically like make any movie make, you want to make, make whatever movie you want to make so the first two that he pitched they said no and the third one he pitched was Citizen Kane which is now known as like one of the greatest movies of all time often yeah. put at the top of the list oft yeah. oft I feel like sometimes it switches it's like it goes between one and two I feel what's like what's no- number two then <sighs> is it E.T. I no. feel like fucking Sunset Boulevard's a great movie. Oh, hold on. So you're somebody who's not me. Uh, right, I'm uh, I go go. I'm a <laughs> vamp while I Google. I'm going to go. So you googs. Um, so Citizen Kane um, was written by Orson Welles and um, Herman Mankiewicz, um, who he, was also, I think, a radio writer at the time. As um, but he was uh, Herman Mankiewicz was a friend. Bob and I watched a drunk history on it last night. Yeah. Um, but Godfather, Shawshank, Schindler's List, Raging Bull, Casablanca, Citizen Kane is number six. Whoa, it's losing. Wait, what's number one? Godfather. Godfather. Heart one. Huh. Parte one. Okay. That's part uh, IMDb's. I'm trying to find the AFI list. Nah, that's all good. That's the real list. Yeah, that's yeah. the real one. Those are re- real film aficionados. The first, I like Googled like best hundred and the first thing that come up was like get out. And I was like, that's no, not possible. No, that's not the list <laughs> I'm looking for. <laughs> Maybe the the year. Um, but it was uh, filmed over the course of ten weeks and used actors from his radio theater group. Mm. So it actually starred a bunch of, I guess, unknown faces, but voices that had been mm-hmm. heard. Um, and the making of the film was so full of drama. Um, yeah, because he's a crazy person. Because he is nuts. And it took, like I said, 10 weeks to film a movie. And I feel like that's a real long time for any movie, yeah. especially in yeah. the 1940s. It's not even a special effects extravaganza. I feel like it takes them 10 weeks to film Avengers. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's like all of that shit. That's a green screen. They got people on wires. Yeah. They got explosions. And it was the release of it, too. So while they were filming it, word got out that um, the character Citizen Kane is based on William Randolph Hearst, who Herman Mankiewicz, one of the writers, knew and fell out of favor with. So Mank used to go to Hearst's mansion, castle, all the time Mm -hmm. and go to these parties. And so he got to see firsthand where he was... he was obsessed with sleds. Yes. (laughs) Of of course. And (laughs) vagina. Yeah. Um, So he had his... Vaginas. Snow globes. Yeah, like all of it. He had his mistress. He had, you know, just all of his insecurities and all of that stuff. Like he could see firsthand yeah. at all of these different Is the Hearst family like nowadays, do they like say, yeah, we Citizen Kane is based on our... I think everyone kind of accepts yeah, it. Like, yeah, it is, look, it's a good movie. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, fine. So when um, William found out about it, he called up all of the theaters and said, if you fil- show this picture in your theaters, we're going to pull all of our ads. Because at this point, and he Hearst owned, is like huge. huge. He like owned all the newspapers. Yeah. And there was, this was obviously before the internet. So, <laughs> you, was it? Uh-huh. So you only got your uh, information from the newspaper. So if you couldn't get that, it's like, well, fuck. And then he called up RKO, threatened RKO, and they were like, ha, ha, ha. Louis, he called Louis B. Mayer from MGM, who 
offered to pay the head of RKO millions of dollars to basically burn the film before oh, it came oh, out. scrap it. Yeah, like make sure it never saw the light of day. Um, all of the newspapers didn't run any advertisements for it. So when it came out, it made no money because yeah. like nobody fucking put it out. Yeah. Um, it was nominated for nine Oscars. It hmm. won one. Uh, best writing for Orson Welles and Herman Minkowitz. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were saying that the way the voting went, um, they got fucked because of obviously the pressure from. Well, Randolph and I bet first. no one saw it. I bet this seems yeah. like pre-screeners. Day, oh yeah, so I feel like they weren't sending out <laughs> Academy screeners. Yeah, so it was just kind of like, uh, okay, it wasn't. Dear, until- I've just re- received another DVD in the mail. It's a screener. Let's watch this Citizen Kane. What's it del- on what? The radio? Yeah, so <laughs> we have our own projector room. Yeah. Look at this. When I look at the when I look at the disc in the light, it has rainbow rays around it. Ooh, this is some sort of rainbow movie. It's a circle with a circle in it. Mm-hmm. It's a circle inside of a circle. Circumscribed. It's good. I'm <laughs> casting my vote for a Citizen Rainbow. <laughs> citizen Circle Rainbow. It wasn't until like ten years later that people actually recognized the Podcast movie for Mom what did it not is. have any of our She's so done with no. us. Yeah, no, I feel like nice. I'm rambling too, so I was like, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up and hurry the story up. Um, but it wasn't until like ten years later that people recognized uh, Citizen Kane for what it was, and then from that moment on, it kind of was like, okay, this is actually a really good movie. Yeah, and it's up there. Um, Orson Welles did not have commercial success. Uh, he was well known for his voice he had a couple pieces yeah he had movies that did well but i feel like his movies always like went way over budget yep. they went way over like schedule mm-hmm. um and then he was he a was crazy so person and people didn't want to work with him yeah he was so picky and he had his vision and it yeah. was his he was so stubborn yeah that it was like my way or the highway and so people were like cool it's my way then yeah and i'm gonna take all your money and this movie's never gonna come out yeah um he you know the reason that he got into all the commercials that we love so much was because he ran into IRS troubles. He was also married a shit ton of times. He was married so. three times, had two ladies. Alimony, man. Three children that he acknowledged. There's one who was like a British, I think he's like a director. I think he's dead now. Um, oh, that's the one. We were looking at pictures of him yep. earlier. We were like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely that's Orson Welles' son. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, Orson died in 1985 of a heart attack. Yeah. Shocking, I know. Yeah, because that <laughs> man liked steak and, and bourbon. Steak and bourbon. Yeah. He would eat, what what was it? Like, he would eat for four every yeah. time. Yeah. 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 He, there's some famous quote that he was like, my doctor says I need to stop having, um, like, four-person dinner parties unless I'm sitting with three other people. Something like that. <laughs> like, he basically would just sit down and eat multiple steaks. Yeah. And drink, like, half a bottle of bourbon. And then he had an after-dinner brandy. I mean, and then ran in the family. Would occasionally like show up and do a champagne commercial. <laughs> Drunk. He would taste, he would definitely sample the product. He's, you know, he's, just, he's sitting there at that champagne commercial, just drunk off his ass like, in the middle of meat sweats. Exactly. Yes. Just like pieces of just, steak stuck just, in his mustache and yep. beard. Does this do anything? He doesn't do anything? So, yeah. So, you know, with that history, it's like, where could a man like this possibly haunt yes where where i'm gonna tell you where where tell me the places it's a house in hollywood hills Up that is Gables? owned by joe biden lipke lebke lebke we're gonna go good old that. joe lebke joe seems to be a nobody famous but he bought the house from paul williams <sighs> as is a somebody he won an oscar for best music he's a musician songwriter person he's a paul music man. Williams. williams he makes the beat boops he does. Brother of beep John pop. Williams. Beep pop, beep pop. No. Did I, is that not true? That's not it's, true at all. It's true now. Oh. But Bob, you just made it true. S- sister of Paul McCartney. Son of Bob Eubanks. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like we've learned a lot here today. All true. 
We've all of it. We'll, we'll post the family yeah. tree later. Distantly related to Tutankhamun, strangely enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Genghis Khan. And Genghis Khan. And Charlemagne, um, strangely enough. Yeah, oh, but God. only by marriage. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> it was like his first... Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I don't even remember this guy's name now. Joe Lebke. Oh, sorry, Joe Lebke. Um, and Paul Williams. And Paul mm-hmm. Williams. Um, so he bought the house, and apparently this was the house that Orson lived in while he was filming Citizen Kane. And it was during all of the drama where people started realizing this is about William Randolph Hearst. He was getting a lot of pressure from the studio, and so he, he was, was really like crazy stressed under out. stress because this is the first yes. real movie he's, he's ever made. Yeah. yeah. So he's real stressed. So it makes sense, kind of that residual stressed energy. Yeah. Um, but there was this television show called Haunted Objects, I think, or some shit. Haunted Objects. Haunted dildos. Haunted. Haunted <laughs> object, haunted butt plugs. haunted collector. I am so sorry. Haunted the show is called Collins. Haunted Collector, and the whole premise of this show was that um, they're items that are haunted. So it's yeah, like yeah. the paranormal activity comes from Bob. Why are you laughing? Super broken. I sort of think about like run operating a shop that trades only in haunted dildos, <laughs> <laughs> and that the, there would be they a go market back and forth on their own. It would yeah. be exactly <laughs> that. There would be some sort of market for women who only want yeah. haunted. Dildos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do any like work. picky about like what kind yeah. of spirit inhabits There's the dildo. There's too much ectoplasm. And then you have to like break up with your dildo. Yeah, like oh, I'm you so can't sorry. just like throw it away. You have to like have a whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, so you're doing it for me anymore. You're just your Let me guess. It's not you. It's me. That's it is. I bought a black dildo. It's just, it's just not, not doing it for it's me. It's not, not the it. size of the tool. <laughs> it's the tune that it plays. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Agree to disagree. Well, <laughs> it's the pleasure's been all mine. Um, garbage can, garbage. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so the show because That's a sitcom in there. Yeah, I know, like, haunted dildo, <laughs> and she's got a haunted black dick, and you can just sad eyes poking out of the garbage can. <laughs> I remember when that was me. And then they're like ro- rolling around the dump somewhere <laughs> with like a bunch of other haunted items. Like, <laughs> what are you haunting? <laughs> oh, I haunted dildo. <laughs> I haunt a yogurt container. <laughs> I'm haunted garbage ghosts. Yeah, guys, gar- is it good? I feel like it's animated. I feel like it's three minutes an episode, and it's on YouTube. <laughs> garbage ghosts. Garbage ghosts. On the <laughs> news. <laughs> Tuesdays on the new CW. <laughs> so CW seed. <laughs> that Sorry, grossed that, Bob out. That worked a couple um, levels for me. But. So Joe called the okay, show. Sorry, not haunted dildos. Not haunted dildos. Back to haunted collector. Collector. So got it. The Joe called the show after he started experiencing paranormal activity in his house. Okay. So he bought the house, moved in. One of the first nights that he moved in, he said, "Hey, I'm going to have a bunch of friends over, and in the screening room or in the game room, we're going to show Citizen Kane because this is the house where Orson Welles lived. Where he's when Citizen he made Citizen That's Kane. Cool. I'd go to that party. So yeah. as they were showing the movie, the TV started. Flickering and the TV started getting all weird um, And they said it went on for about Five minutes where it would like get all staticky And like the screen would get small and come back to normal And the screen would act all fucked up and then the Lights in the house would start to flicker wow. And then finally after like maybe 15 minutes the entire power like all The power in the house went out he just said no And he just no. like we're not watching this I don't like watching my own Work lights off and he was the only house in the neighborhood that that had happened to. So yeah. it wasn't like there was just some sort of neighborhood well, yeah, like power Yeah, like the grid outage. didn't go like down. Orson yeah. blew a fuse. Orson blew a fuse. He got <laughs> real, real mad. 
Um, and so after that, um, he started experiencing a lot more activity to the point where this dude on the show, I was like, you're such a pussy. But he's like, I'm afraid to stay in this bedroom because he's in his bedroom. And apparently he will hear footsteps walking. Um, so in- his haunted collection is a house. It's not yeah. an item. No. So they're saying the reason that the house is haunted because there's an item within the house. Mm. Oh, Orson Welles left some shit there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he said Probably he, a number of shits. There was a Steak lot of- and bourbon so shits. <laughs> Jesus, hard to come Bob. by shits oh bob um apparently those are hard those are hard one shits so apparently there was a basement or there is a basement in this house and it had a lot of really old shit and they talked to paul williams the um as well and he the said conductor. yeah a lot of this stuff and i always had this feeling that i couldn't take anything out of this basement like anytime i would try I'd be like let me just throw some of this out because it was just old shit yeah. that and was by the left way, there basement in hollywood specifically basement in the hollywood hills that's probably the only fucking one yeah, yeah. we don't have basements out here no, we and we do certainly not. don't in hillsides so. no because that's dumb yeah because we have earthquakes yeah um and things move yeah we use we the use that moves. to stabilize houses to hillsides yes um, so he said that, you know, he would get the feeling that there was nothing in here that really should be moved. So the man, Joe, when he moved in, he found some shit in the basement. He brought it upstairs. So they're like, oh, maybe that's what's causing the haunting. Oh, because he moved shit. Because maybe he moved it from the basement oh. to upstairs. Um, but he would say, like, he was in bed one night and he heard the door start to kind of shake. He hears footsteps walk up to the door. Kind of hears footsteps the door. the sound fat? Obese they were They were real fatty boom batty. So he grabs like a bat, you know, be like, somebody's in my house. And he looks and he actually can see the deadbolt move. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, okay. So he opens the door. No one's there. So just somebody like came in, unlocked the door and poofed away. Oh. Um, and Deadbolt move is creepy. Man. Yeah, that's creepy. Um, and Paul Williams told the story too Paul that when he, <laughs> Sorry. he and his wife lived there. Paul Sexlins. Sexlins. He makes music sexlins. Um known for sexlins. So Paul and his wife were living there and there was a maid call button. Because this is an old I house. I thought you said a maid called Button. And I was like, pause. The woman's name was Button? Yes. <laughs> and then I realized you said maid call Button. button. Yes. But a little too much French champagne. A little, little too much. No. It was like a f- maid called Button. Well, that's a fucking that's, weird that's name. Our ne- that's another sitcom. <laughs> right. So she, um, so they had this call button, but all of the uh, power was, there was no electricity to the button, but okay. um, it would buzz. So it would be in the oh. game room and it would buzz. And so they'd be like, what the fuck? They'd go in there. Like, bring me some more fucking bourbon and steak. I need yeah. more steak. Look, button. I'm going to need some more yeah. bourbon. And so Having they would trouble go sleeping. In. More no. booze. Yeah. He'd go back. Nothing. And so finally they called the electrician because they're like, something's clearly on the fritz. So the electrician comes over and he goes, you guys are nuts. There's, there, there's this not even hooked up. Like there's no reason like you guys. It's are hooked co- up and there's no buzzer in the wall. There's nothing yeah. here. There's no power coming here. So as he was walking out, fucking button goes off oh, and hell he goes, yeah and he says this this is a problem beyond my expertise oh. <laughs> and was like i love that i don't fucking electrify ghosts yeah i don't know i don't know deuces this, this is I'm a out. problem beyond my expertise this is definitely this not is, the code this, nope. is, oh, this, <laughs> this is not, not the code, code. I gotta go. This not. You can't have any kids in here. No. No. So while the haunted collector show, so that it works. Don't put your genitals anywhere near that button. It operates. Did you try to ring the button with your ball sack? Yes. Sack. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah, not so much. It's not not a scrotum button. No, it's a call button. A button button called scrotum. No, 
I mean, if you called your butt but scrotum, it's, it's I her butts made called scrotum. So uh, I just call her scrotum. It's uh, I sexually harass people. Hey, scroty, scrotes, come scrotes. here. Bring, bring me another brandy. Scrotes, scrotes. my goats. I need more brandy. Need my, I need my nighttime brandy. My night, I need my bed brandy. It's different. It's not the same bottle not, as the day brandy. Yeah, that's not the morning brandy. It's, it's different. It's different. I got my kerchief on. I'm in my night sheet. <laughs> Need my bedtime brandy. I got my little hat yeah. with the ball on the end. Yeah. Give him a brandy. Uh, so anyway. That so sounded just like Orson Welles. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> oh, oh, the impersonation. So Always noted for the their show kind of works similar to a ghost hunter's ghost adventures sort of thing where they mm-hmm. go out and they investigate and they do their thing. And so they yell at the call button? They didn't. But the Come guy, at me, bro. Come at me, bro. It's Bob <laughs> spit out his beer. <laughs> no, it was more of the um it's more of the ghost hunters versus ghost adventures. Yeah. So um, do it on the fucking mic, man. Oh. So craft beer cans. Um while they were in the game room, the guy, one of the the, uh, the hosts of the show, just flat out said, "Orson Welles, are you in here?" And you had they had an EVP recorder, uh-huh. so you don't hear the steps or anything. But all of a sudden, he goes, "Orson Welles, are you in here?" And a uh, pool cue from the wall just goes flying off the wall, flying, not just fall, doesn't like, fall, like flies. like flies off the wall. Gotcha. So they go back and they go, "What the fuck was that?" They go back, re-listen to the EVP recorder, and he says, "Orson Welles, are you in here?" And you kind of do hear. Like a footsteps to the pool cue and then bam. Wow. Hell yeah. So they're like, uh, what's going on? So it's another it, cat ghost. It's another kitty cat ghost. <laughs> so as it turns out, they found sheet music in the basement that they thought Aww. may have been his mommy's. Aww. And that might be the haunted it was object. Pling, 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 pling music. And so not mom's dildo. So what he said was, why don't you take a picture of Orson (laughs) and take the sheet music and keep them together? And that might help. And according to the dude, it has. Oh, so he just has them in the basement. They're not like framed or he's not like, this is my haunted sheet music. No, it's like upstairs. Like he's got it like on display. That's cool. Like here's my sheet music and here's Orson Welles because he haunts this house. Yeah. I would totally. Yeah. I would totally put that shit on display, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so here's some haunted ass sheet music because he was so close to his mom. His mom, he was going to be a musician before his mom died. So uh, it would make sense that he would keep her music. What did he play? I think he was going to play piano like her. Oh, I know. And then she died. Yeah. I like him better. A A harpsichordist. A harpsichordist. He plays electric guitar. Hell He's yeah. He plays the keitar. Orson and his Wells. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Orson yeah, Wells and the Citizen Canes. That's the yeah, <laughs> so story of the haunted Hollywood Hills house Ooh. and uh, Orson fat ass Wells. <laughs> Orson Wells in the Hearts of Darkness. Yeah. Oh man, there's a lot and of good t- band oh, names. The Touch are, of Evil. I know. Yeah. Or- Orson, Orson Wells in the Touch colon. of Evil. Touched by Evil. Yeah. <laughs> colon. <laughs> haunted. Haunting. Colon. Australia. Yeah. yeah. Five um, steak shits. That'd be, that's, that's my man. That's, <laughs> that's his punk band. Yeah, this is punk band. Meat, five stage shit. Meat sweats in the meat. five stage shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Meat sweats in his steak shits. <laughs> yep. Daytime bourbon. That's going to be. Daytime bourbon. I'd buy that record. Bedtime bourbon. Bedtime bourbon. That's the B side. That's yeah. the day side. <laughs> it almost sounds like it'd be a jazz album. Yeah. yeah. Is this sort of a concept album thing? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Let's do it. That's fine. Uh, so, yeah, my beer. Is uh, so because Orson was blackballed um, from Hollywood after Citizen Kane by the, by the media, by the media, yeah. and he was a little bit salty. He was definitely salty. I went with Saint Archer's Blackberry Goza, which, which is, is a, a very good pun. Yeah, uh, which he's salty. He's salty. salty. 
He's a salty old and man. And he's tart. And, and, yeah, tart. and, and tart. guess what? That beer is really good. Yeah, this is crushable. This is a excellent beer. It's also a gorgeous fucking can. I yeah. love this can. This, this is fucking really Alexander nice. the Grape purple. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so St. Archer, uh, they're in San Diego. This is a tart wheat ale that you're calling it. <sighs> it's only 4%, so you can drink this all day. Yeah. It uh, is a California beer by St. Archer. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a little tart to it like is. pound quickly but but i think the tart i don't love a tart and i don't love a goza, goza. but together they work very well yes. yeah like the i really like and it the salty play very well together very well together um because when you're about to like get the super tart face that's where like the himalayan the salt. salt kicks in and yeah. you're like oh never mind it's also um it's not too blackberry no. like it doesn't have an artificial jolly rancher kind of a flavor not at to all it. yeah like it feels more real it d- does feel fruity but not in an overwhelming way yeah. it's a very good beer this yeah. would be delightful on a hot summer day yes or would. a hot fucking february day in goddamn like, los angeles where it's 80 goddamn degrees, degrees. outside yep. that's right according to my watch it's because uh, everything is hot. ruined yeah, it's we 80, it. It's like eighty five today. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm it. not gonna kill my can because we need to photo it. Yeah, oh, good, no, don't, smart. Don't. I like it. Or um, or, or you just or do. drink more of them. Whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, that's okay. So yeah. yeah, come back. We're gonna round two. We're gonna do more round two. excellence. More coming your way. Excellence. Here under protest, I'm hitting the space bar. <laughs> oh. You shut up. Welcome back. Shut up. It's the French. Look. The French wouldn't shut up. The French wouldn't. Well, the French would, shut up a lot. They're pretty fucking pussy when it comes to shit. But not when it comes to champagne. Like fighting Nazis. Yeah. yeah. They, they just go. This podcast nice is taking a turn in round yes, two. Yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, um, we took a minute between rounds. Yeah, we did take a minute between rounds. Also, I decided that for my beer, because I didn't have a great story. I have three little stories. So I decided I was just going to buy the Orson Wells of beer. Yep. So I brought a beer that is uh, bourbon barrel aged. Yep. It's vintage dated. It's vintage dated. And aged it's in the bottle. It's fermented in the bottle and vintage dated. It's also 12 and a half percent. Yes. That's right. Um, and we've drank most of our glasses of it. Yeah. Yep. That's so we're right. pretty loose and conversational. Yeah. yeah. We also then decided to pour second drink. Yep. Because <laughs> we have to celebrate Orson be, Welles. Yeah, so we got some... French uh, champagne. Oh, the French known for this excellence. <laughs> this is not champagne by Paul Masson. But it is by Moet. Moet and it's, Chandon. It's actual champagne. It's, it's real not champagne. California champagne. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It tastes really sweet after the fucking yes, bourbon it does. shit. Yes, it wow. does. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's wow. like, it's yeah. like it's like a sweet tart sweet. after yep. having the oh. fucking bourbon. That's right. I do not recommend champagne and bourbon together. No, don't do, not do, it. do it. You know, one or the other people, or, one or the do other. it. It's either the best night of your life or the worst hangover you'll ever have. We're gonna you tell know, you tomorrow. Let, do it right back. Let us know. We'll let you know on we're, Twitter. You know, yeah. We're gonna tell you tomorrow on Twitter. Yeah. At, at booze and bruise. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. So Vanessa. All right, so my stories. Tell me. I have, a, I have a trifle of stories. Give me sexcellent stories. I will give you three sexcellent a stories. Triptych. So the first story is from Dublin, Ireland. Mm. The Irish. Uh, from Night. Oh, oh, the Irish campaign. The I'm Irish. always noted for tasting like peat moss and dirt and shite. <laughs> they also like peas. Yeah. They Lincoln. like mushy peas in mm. England. Yeah. Serve it with their fish and chips. Mm-hmm. Ask me more things about England. <laughs> no. Tell me your story. What? <laughs> <laughs> I literally looked at you like, like I have no more questions about England. Don't Good care. enough. Oh, Dublin, Ireland um, in 1951. So in this story, that was a great year for Irish things. So good for Irish things. Um, so this is when Orson Welles was working on um, the movie Othello, 
which was shooting at the Mercury Theater outside of Dublin. Mm-hmm. Or at a Mercury soundstage outside of Dublin. And so he was on break. They'd like break, broke for the night or whatever, and he was driving back home. Um, so he, he was, was eating a steak off of his fat belly. Pretty much. He's just <laughs> French fries in one got, hand, chips in one hand. He's got that hat with the two beer cans in it, only it's two glasses of bourbon yeah. with the straw yeah. down to his mouth. One's, one's a glass of bourbon, one's a beef smoothie. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just uh, like smoking. smoking a cigar. Big old fucking cigar. Yep. That's living life, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm telling you, he lived to be. 70 that's it and he lived man yeah um he, he grabbed life by the balls um <laughs> he so grabbed that bull by the grabbed, balls and was like i'm gonna eat that you. bourbon by the balls um so he uh, oh whoa what that just was happened like vomit burp, i was going right? to burp and then i stopped myself it'll come back later don't worry don't worry <laughs> ladies <laughs> and gentlemen get ready for that one oh, yeah please no it was not vomiting it was like a open your ears burp um okay so he was on break from shooting the movie so he was driving through the Irish countryside from where they were shooting back to, I guess, his hotel or wherever he was staying in Dublin. Um, and he like sees this guy alongside the side of the road who's having car trouble. So he's like, hey, do you need a ride? So the guy's like, yeah, he gets in the car. Um, and he's just like, hey, are you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Orson How Welles. do you not go? Are you Orson? Him. But you're like, no, obviously you're Orson Welles. Well, it's Orson Welles. Welles telling this story. So yeah. he's <laughs> just like, he definitely recognized me. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, I'm famous. Oh. Um, so he gets in and he's like, oh, thanks for picking me up. And then he starts to tell the story about like, it's so funny. The last time I was on this road, I don't drive this road very often. And the last time I was on this road, I picked up these two women who like had run into car trouble and needed to ride back to their house. And so I murdered he, like, them. picked up these two women hitchhikers. And I used their skin. As <laughs> and I made a nipple belt. Hey! hey! A long time for nipple belts. Man. The triumphant return of the nipple belts. Thanks, Orson Welles. Um, I'm like, oh, great nipple belts. They're it's vintage natives. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's a super vintage nipple belts from 51. Um, so he's just like, yeah, I picked up these two women. It was a mother and daughter and they were having car trouble and they were like, my house is just up the street. Um, it's the Glenis, Glenniscall estate. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Glen, the Glenniscall yeah, estate. Glenniscall estate. Yeah. Very famous. Super famous. Um, so they're like, thank you so much for, um, having, like, thank you for picking us up. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come in for, like, we always have tea before we go to bed. Do you mm-hmm. want to come in for tea? He's or, like, can like, I put brandy in my tea? Or something else. And he's like, the daughter's pretty cute. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll go inside and have a drink. It's pop the polite thing to do. Yeah. So I we, like drinking. I'm yeah. worse and well. Mm-hmm. I like pussy. I like drinking. Sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dear penthouse. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 so he's just like yeah I'll come inside for a drink so he comes inside for a drink a drink is a bottle by the way yeah, oh yeah pretty much he's just drinking bourbon out of a teacup yep <laughs> um so and they're just staring at him yeah mouth mouth agape who have we invited oh, into our oh they'd be Irish yeah. this boy knows how to drink he does <laughs> what are you about then <laughs> um he's making a mockery out of us boy <laughs> he's making a mockery out of our liquor cabinet yeah uh, I discovered that the key to the Irish accent is you got to start really high and loud and then fade down, no matter what you say. Oh. And that's how you do an Irish accent. I'm making them hungry out of our liquor. That <laughs> 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 works pretty good. Yeah, that's how you do an Irish accent. What the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> like, that's how you do an Irish accent. <laughs> Every that's sentence good. goes halfway. Yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's like a slide scale. Oh, poor Yorick, I know him well. It's good. Othello joke um <laughs> right there it you took go. me a second i was like no this is funny um guys Isn't that 12 percent fucking hit me okay so he goes back to the house 
Bob's breaking things. He goes back to the house and he sits down for a drink. And the daughter is like, he brings out a cigarette to smoke because it's the fucking 50s. And the yeah. daughter is like, that's a gorgeous cigarette case. And he tells the story about the cigarette case and it was handed down from his family. It's like very important to him. And she's just like staring at it being like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> um, and then, was yeah. she touched like his brother? <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know. So then, uh, so then he's like, okay, I have to go. So he walked back to his car, he drives home, mm-hmm. and then he's like, fuck, I don't have my cigarette case. That bitch stole that so shit. So he's like, I gotta go back and get it. So he drives back to the house and he like finds it on the road or whatever, and the gate's closed. And he goes to like open the gate, and it's like really hard to push open. And then he pushes open, and he, the whole yard is like overgrown. Um, and like the what? the driveway's like covered in like overgrown weeds and stuff. And he's like, This is so fucking weird. I and he comes up to the here. house mm-hmm. and it's like decrepit and Burned falling out. apart. And it has a giant for sale sign on it. And like no one's been in this house for a hot minute. Whoa. And he's like, What, what the, the fuck? fuck? And it has Who a sign. Who did I get drunk with? Yeah. So it has a sign that's like for sale. So he's, he's been like, drinking okay. with skeletons. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna go in Skyrim. I'm gonna Droggers. go. <laughs> Droggers. Drew that's Gars. actually a hell of a joke, but that's okay. Um, so he's like, I'm gonna go that, in. What was that eye roll? Mm-hmm. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you eye roll? How dare you make fun of my Skyrim joke? Um, <sighs> so he's like, the, it has a for sale sign on it, and it's like, go talk to these people in Dublin. We're managing the estate. So he's like, okay. So the next day, he goes to that uh, solicitor um, in Dublin, and he's like, what's the deal with this property? And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, a mother and a daughter used to live in that house. They, um, uh, but they died a really long time ago, and the house has been deserted for, like, decades. Did you want to buy it? And he's Absolutely like. Absolutely not. Nah, dude. I want um, my fucking cigarette case back. No, so he's like. You buy he's that like, house. He's, like, fascinated, and he's like, maybe. And he, like, gets the realtor to, like, take him on a tour of it. He, like, gets the keys and goes inside. And inside, he finds. Cigarette his cigarette case? cigarette case. Shit, yes. Whoa. Shit, yes. Yeah. Shit, yes. So, yes, yes, this is awesome. So, so Bob's real pumped. Yeah, so he's I'm pumped just about like, that story. Fuck this noise. Wow. He gets back in his car, he drives away, he never goes back to the house again. So I like, wouldn't. So he's telling the story to Orson Welles, who's picked him up as a guy who's like having car trouble. And then Orson Welles like goes to drop him at his house, and the guy's like, "Hey, do you want to come in for like some tea or a drink?" And Orson Welles is like, "No, fuck no, <laughs> I do not want to do that. I know where this shit yeah. goes." So then he's just like, so he's a little bit freaked out, creeped out, and he's driving the rest of the way down this country road into Dublin and he sees these two women on the side of the road no. trying to flag him down and he's just like nope deuces nope, and fucking fuck motor past them fuck you meanwhile they're actual women who are like murdered yeah they were actually having real car yeah, trouble yeah. They just, um, and then uh, they turn to camera and make a funny joke about how they just got snubbed by Orson Welles because this is a short that he made while oh. he was on break from making Othello called the Glen Skull uh, That's real good. And it won an Oscar for best short in 1953. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a completely free on fucking YouTube. It's like I 23 minutes long. You can watch it. It's He didn't direct it or write it, but he stars in it and does oh, okay. all the voiceover. Uh-huh. Um, it's very well done That's for something amazing. from the 50s. It's mm-hmm. super good. It was the best Orson Welles ghost story I found. And it's, and it's one not that even he real. <laughs> First story, but real good. But yeah, I like it. Real good story. Good story. Um, but and the joke at the end is like these two women are just like, did you see who that was? Uh, no, they're all British. No one in this movie has an, an Irish, Irish accent. accent. Okay, um, and they're just like, did you see who that was? And, and she's like, yeah, it's Orson Welles. And then they like make a face at each other, and then it fades <laughs> to black. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I they're like, like it. Mad yeah. that Orson Welles snubbed them, but he thought they were ghosts. They were. Um, 
But yeah, it's delightful. So if you Google like Orson Welles ghost, it's the first thing that comes up because people call it the Orson Welles ghost story. Oh, okay. um, but it's really called Gleniskal. Um And like I said, it it was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Short in 1953. Did not win. Didn't win. No. Um, so that was a fake ghost story. I like that. Good. Yeah, I like it though. Um, the actual ghost story I found is that I know that he haunts that house in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. But he also haunts a restaurant in Hollywood. Also makes sense. Yes. Uh, the man liked to eat. He loved food. So he haunts um, what it's funny because now it is so burpy. Thank you, so Champagne. Um, it's actually now like the address where it, it doesn't super exist in that form anymore because it used, it's on Melrose in Hollywood. It's like very much now in the thick of Hollywood. But at the time it was this restaurant, it was sort of on the outskirts. Okay. Um, so it's since become a very popular part of Hollywood. So it's like half an, an empty restaurant space that used to be ink by one of the Voltaggio brothers. And oh. it's in the other half is the hottest nightclub in Hollywood. Yeah. DV8. No. D, <laughs> DV, it's a D and a V and, and then an eight. Um, so, and it's so like you when know. you get inside you can like deviate from your normal pet but you can also be like you a can, deviant you, you can yeah. also like deviate your septum with some cocaine yeah because yeah. we have it like we not literally but like, we do but like we totally loads. have it yeah, yeah. The, the bartender will have it yeah I ask him to have it all yeah. the time all of it he gets um, it from me except not if you're a cop yeah <laughs> it, right. and you have to tell me if you're a cop Other, otherwise it's entrapment it's entrapment so this has been a <laughs> no, I don't know a, who Orson Welles is, dude. Uh, this has been the legal cool. edition of. He's a, he's a big fat actor, man. Like John Candy? That's that's probably. <laughs> he wouldn't know who John Jack, Candy is. Jack was Black? Either. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like who, Jack who's, Black. Who's the cool fat actor right now? Who's the cool fat, fat actor? actor? Now I'm trying to think of a fat actor. Jack Black. Not cool? really. He's not he's cool not anymore. Cool. He could be ironically cool. Yeah. yeah. Like he's so. Oh yeah, he's so vintage. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like vintage fat actor. He's like he's Marlon like vintage Brando. dated. <laughs> he's fermented in the bottle, bottle of, of vintage, vintage dated. dated. Keanu Reeves. He's not fat. He's no, not he's fat. just awesome. Marlon Brando. Everyone knows Dead. Marlon Brando though. But there's no cool fat there's actor. No, you cool can't be fat, fat actor. Yeah. Hey, if you're a cool fat actor, tweet at us. Yeah, yeah tweet at us, fat actors. <laughs> Tell me who you are. I can't think Fucking of you. Fucking tweet us. We'll make you hot. Um, <laughs> We're going to get you in a deviate. Yeah. The hottest nightclub. On, <laughs> we'll on get the you on the list with a plus one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe not, though. Don't bring your day. But don't no bring more anybody. than plus one, but it better be a hot chick. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a plus one, maybe. Plus one M. For, for all of our listeners that don't live in LA, no one in Hollywood talks like that. That's, no, please don't yeah, think no one talks like that. Bob does sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it, it now is where Sweet Lady Jane's is, which is a bakery, which then Melly and I had a text exchange yep. about how it sounds like a euphemism for a vagina. Jenna. It's my Sweet Lady it's Jane. It's my Sweet Lady Jane. Um, and then you said hot bun. Hot bun. That, that tickled me. Cream filled eclair. Give me that long John. Cream filled eclair in my sweet we, baby Jane. My sweet lady Jane. Oh, okay, that's better. It's better. No babies. No babies. Jesus, Bob. Put on a government list for that shit. <laughs> and we're gonna put it on the internet. So yeah. now you know where to find me. Okay, back to my story. We're gonna focus. Okay, we're so gonna try to. back in the seventies, in nineteen seventy-three, it was a restaurant that was called Ma Maison. Oh, Paul Wait, Mason? Paul, no, because Paul is basically Paul Mason, if mm. you Paul had to Google Mason. it to look up how to spell it. But Mason means house in French. Paul so House. Ma Mason means my, my house. house. 
Um, and it was on Melrose Boulevard. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. Melrose Boulevard. Good work. Have more. Irish wristwatch. Um, <laughs> it was made. It, so it opened. It was made. It was been dated. It was made. Dated, it was in 1973. <laughs> this hit me as I tried to start making sentences. Um, so it was. It was a super popular restaurant, kind of right from go. Um, it, like a big important restaurateur whose family was all famous all over the France came over and like started. This was the first restaurant they'd opened in LA. Like Gene Kelly was one of their initial investors. Ooh. Um, I love and they Gene basically Kelly. they brought over the idea of like a small Did you just come in your pants by the thought of Gene Kelly? Uh. He was like, Oh, I love Gene Kelly. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to say it as creepy as possible. <laughs> anyway, mission accomplished. It was amazing. Hashtag he mission accomplished. Said it and then immediately looked over to me like, Did I do it? <laughs> <laughs> Were you creeped out? Dear? Were you creeped out? Was it creepy? Yep. Yep. Success. Um <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Continue. So they brought French cuisine into Hollywood for kind of the first time, but it was like a more like rustic, fresh, like farm to table kind of a thing. Mm. Ooh, um, hipster before hipster. Yeah. yeah it was basically what hipster. invented California cuisine. Uh. Like this restaurant is sort of. Oh, like, really? Yes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and they were, they were like a hipster restaurant before hipster restaurants existed. No like one they had, they had ironic an, mustaches. They had an unlisted phone number because mm. they said, if you have our phone, if you can't find our phone number, we don't want you here. Oh, burn! Um, they like at the time it was a, an era of like the Musso and Frank, yeah. so of like the the Sinatra esque steakhouses, yeah. yes. So the like dark wood Love paneling and it. the Love leather. Um, so this place, what they did is they turned most of the out, the dining room into an outdoor patio. They put down astroturf and they furnished it entirely with like flea market and vintage furniture. Oh my god, this is so hipster! Yeah. Yes, they also it's uh, on it's on Melrose. Was it, it was exist. it doesn't oh. exist anymore? Makes a lot of it's sense. It's a vagina um, bakery now. It, yeah. Well, and it's they a turned vagina bakery. Yeah, they bake the best vaginas. Oh. Sweet Lady Jane actually is a really good bakery. Um, <laughs> but they they even had a little store up front that sold like secondhand goods. It was basically like hipster cracker barrel oh my god hipster cracker yeah oh that's awesome yeah um and it was so it became super popular right off the bat it got even more popular because in 1975 they hired this like young um chef who just immigrated from austria named Named wolfgang Wolfgang puck Puck. yes it's literally really he he worked there for like 10 years and then left to start Spago. It's how Wolfgang wow. Puck became famous. Was so working at Austria and I was like, mm-hmm. Wolfgang Puck. Yeah. I really like that. that yeah. Is, this is a neat story. They had this thing where they called Friday's Drunk Lunch, where on Fridays, I go there. you could come in for lunch and all they would serve was booze, <gasps> like to the point where everyone would just get incredibly wasted. I assume I this go is there. what Orson Welles did before he went and did a champagne ad. Oh, <laughs> for Paul Masson. Oh, for um, Paul Masson. Yeah. The so California it was it was super popular like all the mucky mucks were there like the anybody of anybody go. of hollywood was hanging out at this yeah. place i want to go back in time and get drunk yeah let's let's get a so, time machine so uh it started to go a little bit um downhill when in 1981 uh the sous chef whose name was john sweeney um was charged with murder for strangling <gasps> his girlfriend who was oh. like a famous actress oh god oh. and the owner behind the restaurant and the at the time head chef of the restaurant also at that point Wolfgang yeah. Puck had left um, were both like being character witnesses for him and being like he definitely wouldn't have strangled her and oh then God. the police were like no he definitely strangled her and they're like, like no but no but he wouldn't but no, he like, wouldn't. Look, I'm sure he had his reasons yeah. oh I'm God. sure she was being real mouthy yeah. um, so it have, you, have to- you ever felt his hands baby soft baby yeah. soft he um, doesn't have the grip murder. strength to give himself a good HJ there's no way he killed his wife no uh, way girlfriend 
What? Um, girlfriend. So it started to fall See, out of favor. See, we can't even agree on what exactly. the story is here. Look, case out. Of case course. We're throwing it out. I'm putting the system on trial. Yeah. <laughs> putting you all on trial. Ah. Um, so we started to fall out of favor mostly because of the bad press about the sous chef strangling his girlfriend. Jesus. Who I didn't write down her name, but she was an actress at the time. I am so sorry for you, victim of John Sweeney. Um, oh, don't worry, I got you. Good. Um, so then, so that happened in 81. There was like a big trial that ensued. It was all over the media. It caused a lot of negative stuff to happen with the restaurant. The restaurant ended up closing in 85. Makes sense. Because it wasn't making money anymore. Um, I wouldn't go to a place where they're like, yeah, this murderer's a real cool guy. Exactly. Dominique um, Dunn. Yes. That'll do it. Um, Every time. That was the poor Dominique Dunn. She was strangled by a sous chef. Um, so, Not a great way to go. Nope. Not on my list. Um, so it's now Sweet Lady Jane's Bakery, and people say that they will see Orson Welles walk in, like he'll walk in the front door, and they're like, he seems to be like a very tall, very big Fat. man yeah. Yeah. in a big coat with a big wide-brimmed hat who reeks of brandy and cigar smoke. Yeah, he Shit, does. Yes. Who will walk over and sit in the corner, which is apparently where his favorite table used to be nice. at Mame Sol, and then sort of like disappears. So people will also sometimes just smell this brandy or cigar That's smoke awesome. coming from the corner of the rest of Sweet Lady Jane. Which is not great in your bakery. No. Come on, Orson. Except it's fucking Orson Welles. But it's Orson Welles. If you started yeah. to smell cigar smoke in a bakery and you were like, is what someone smoking in here? And the owner was like, oh, it's the ghost of Orson Welles. I'd be like, fuck I'd yeah, like, give me more cool. croissants. Where is like, he? Can I talk yeah. to him? Tell I me about your scones. Do you sell champagne? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wow. Yeah, so that's the that's like badass. I mean, I think I like he's mostly too. at that house, but I think every once in a while he, he likes gets to hungry. go out for a night on the town, and he tries to go to Mama Sol, but Mama Sol's Cracker Barrel yeah. doesn't um, exist though, and now it's a vagina bakery, yeah. and he's like, "Well, I like that too." Yeah, he's yeah, I like hot vaginas. Yeah, and I like uh, I like hot vaginas so much I'll go into a creepy house in the middle of Ireland trying to get one. Yeah, yeah. son. Um, so that's my like big ghost story and then my other ghost story which is super small but in 2008 um, Richard Linklater made a movie called Me and Orson Welles which I did stars, not know that yeah it stars Zac Efron and Claire Danes um, Bob don't worry, knows Zac Efron don't worry Zac Efron <laughs> did not star as Orson Welles yeah no. that, uh, I would not have predicted no no. so the story is about it's about a true story um, we were in 1937 a teenager from New York like a kind of up and comer actor was cast in one of Orson Welles' uh, Shakespeare performances. Oh. Um, and it's sort of like just what it was like for him to be a teenager and then suddenly having to deal with Orson Welles and then Claire Danes becomes his love interest because it's a fucking movie and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, um, blah, blah, it's, murder, it's a, death, it's dismemberment. A fine, it's a fine movie. There's no murder, death, dismemberment. Don't oh, well, now I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Um, yeah, so it's basically about a teenager starring in Orson Welles' uh, theatrical adaptation of Julius Caesar. Um, most of the movie it's set in New York but most of it was filmed in um, in London and in the Isle, on the Isle of Man um, and it was supposed to take place in the Mercury Theater ah. which is where Orson got his start and like made most of his early and it's where he did like War of the World yeah. stuff later when he had a production company it was called like Mercury Productions lovely it was sort of his jam um, but they couldn't actually film at that theater so they filmed at the Gaiety Theater um, on the Isle of Man to double for the Mercury Theater so they shot a bunch of the movie there as mm -hmm. the movie is about a play um, and they said that they would often see a large man 
a large tall man in a wide brim hat and a big long coat walking around set or like poking up into windows and stuff of the theater set just sort of like overseeing the production to see if it was okay and then being very judgy about your camera angles not liking the performance (laughs) being smelling like brandy smelling like brandy so the the rumor around the set started to be like oh the ghost of orson wealth is watching over us and then they were like like he must have been the bathrooms on the set kept backing up with these 10 pound steak turds (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) he's he's just he's just shiny with meat sweat as a ghost He's just, just a just pale drooling. white ghost that shiny white ghost sweats. and meat sweats. <laughs> and they were saying like he must be okay with the movie because he's not doing anything bad. Like he right. never did it. He wasn't like mischievous. Right. He was just hanging around the set like overseeing What it. are you doing? Um, Don't and, fuck up my shit. And apparently like everyone knew about it except they didn't tell Zach and Claire because they didn't want to like freak him out. And then apparently at the premiere like Rolling Stone on the red carpet or something was like so what do you think of the ghost of Orson Welles like hanging out around and they were both like are you fucking kidding me? Like the ghost wow. of Orson Welles was there and they were like I'm glad I didn't know I would have fucked with my head I'm like yeah, yeah it seems sense. like that would take no it right pressure. out of you yeah, yeah exactly no yeah, he's watching Zach fuck pists um <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the so apparently Orson Welles haunts a house yep sometimes goes out to dinner yep. and once he went on vacation to the Isle of Man to make Claire Danes feel bad about her acting abilities yeah can I <laughs> before because I was looking up John Sweeney and I raised my hand uh-huh. Dominique Dunn was a sister from Poltergeist that was oh. murdered before the movie came oh out oh my god I didn't even know that and I did the fucking Poltergeist goes oh she was she was killed right before oh, the, the premiere French I think. yeah it yeah. was like right before the she premiere she was killed she was killed between filming and the release of the that's movie that's right yeah she was killed by her boyfriend that was her um that's crazy and then the little girl from Poltergeist went on to hire Paramount Died. Studios and yeah so and there was a weird Super Bowl poster oh in it listen god, to that episode Christ. Haunted Hollywood yeah um that's an old but goody episode so yeah i was um, like holy that's crazy. shit yeah we just we it's, just did we just yeah. merged synergy S- synergy. synergy we We're just doing finger banger finger shit out of those stories <laughs> together These we scissor 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 oh. scissor fighting episodes nah. right um get on your itunes and scissor fight the shit out of booze and bruise podcast <laughs> the only <laughs> other thing that i thought was interesting when i was like researching orson wells was that i learned that when Elizabeth Short died, the Black Dahlia, yep. um, that he was actually Orson Welles was a suspect for a while. What? Really? Because in the, his movie, The Lady from Shanghai, a woman is murdered in a very similar fashion, and the body is found in a very similar fashion. What? And the movie hadn't come out yet, but like some critics had seen early cuts of it, and people working on the movie people had were seen like, it, "Hey, Orson. and they were like." Orson Welles just wrote a scene in a movie where a woman dies in a very similar way. So he was a suspect for a while. And then the studio made him cut all of that out of the movie. So it's not in the final version of Lady from Shanghai. Oh, shit. Which I believe stars Rita Hayworth at the time that he was married. That was his wife, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, that's fucking fascinating that he Dude. they thought he was the Black Dahlia killer for a hot minute. That's awesome. Do you think he was? No. No. No, because I no. Well, because I think they've pretty much proved that the Black Dahlia killer was from, like, uh, it was from another state. Was killing He's from people. Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, Oklahoma. He was from another state about a musical, and uh, and because they were deaths of a very similar fashion there, there and then the guy immigrated here for a little bit we had mm. the black dot and then like then back left. over there and then there was more killings over there they pretty mm. much they assume they know who the black dolly killer is now neat um, not orson well that's my story it's not orson i like it that's my story tell and us about your beer so my beer is 
from Real Eel strong. River Brewing Co. Mm. And it's called, it's their anniversary ale. It's called 22. I assume it's their 22nd anniversary. But I picked it because it is bourbon barrel aged. Yep. It's yep. triple exalted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, so it has triple exaltation. And I had triple stories. Shit, yeah, you yeah. did. Um, it also is, uh, it's vintage dated. It's vintage, <laughs> it's vintage <laughs> dated in the 2017. But it is literally fermented in the bottle and vintage dated. And it's bourbon. And it's twelve percent, and I felt like it was a beer that Orson Welles would approve. He of. would definitely give you a thumbs up on that. Um, it's good. It's not a lot of those like bourbon barrelly aged shit gets super sweet. I feel yeah. like they throw all that alcohol in it, yep. and it makes it taste like maple syrup. Yes. Yeah. This, however, has eighty fucking eboos. In yeah. It, and I did not mind the eighty eboos. I feel like the bitterness cuts through no, the sweetness. It, does. it is sweet it's a really though. Good like balance, there is a lot but it is of sweet. Yeah, but molasses caramel kind of oh, stuff. Not as on. much as like the the like, like I don't another hate this barley wine yeah. in a way that I hated the barley wines we were drinking. Yep. For no, I I, I agree with that. I I actually think this is pretty good. Yeah. And then it but makes it is the Moet barley taste. whiny. It is an excellent sip in beer. It is. I mm-hmm. wouldn't want to pound this. I'm yeah. glad we're splitting a large format bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoy it. And I feel like 12.5% made this second half of this podcast a lot better than good. the first. Cause I, oh, yeah. Because my story was not fun. I don't recommend right it. having it with champagne. No. I do. It makes champagne taste like a sweet tart. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. The champagne is very difficult to drink. Yeah. As um, I killed I the bottle. I gotta finish this fucking vintage date. Yeah. Well, this is the oh, part of the show. Oh, the, the f- winner. The winner. This is the part of the show where I make a decision about who was the winner. Stupid. Does he do anything? It doesn't do anything? Um, unrewarding. Unrewarding. So I get to choose between two incredible Orson Welles stories. One about his haunted ass house in the hills, along with an incredible history lesson of the man's life, or three, in- including a movie <laughs> and a delicious bakery that I want to go to. And also, what was the third one? Um, Was the the movie. Yeah. The Richard Linklater yeah, movie. Yeah, and the Richard Linklater movie. Um, this yeah, is very, di- very, very, very difficult for me. Let me tell you why. Number one, this beer right now that we're drinking, real good. Melissa's beer, also good. Mm-hmm. Melissa's beer came with an incredible pun. <laughs> Yeah, it Blackberry, and black, bald, little salty. I little like it. Salty. Yeah. But also gorgeous can. There's one thing I can't get over. Eel River. I hate eels. Melissa wins. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just well, think again, eels, you're, you're like uh, deciding this baffles me. Eels are just gross. They're gross things. Eel River. There's a river full of eels somewhere. I feel like remember recently I won because I renamed one of the guys in my story Mastodon. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, I like Mastodon. I like Mastodon. Yeah. It's you my favorite know, metal band. Yeah. You know what? Engineer Bob keeping it interesting. Thank you, That's babe. right. Well, thank you for listening to the Booze and Brews oh podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us, uh, such as suggesting for us a an upcoming topic for an episode like champagne. we had today. Thank you very much. Drink more. Listener Amy. Uh, you can please send us an email at boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com. You can That's also right, just like Bruce social pod- media yell at you can, us. Uh, you can also social media yell the hell out, out at us. But or don't yell or be nice Bob, to us. Tell me more. Let me tell you more. We're on all your favorite social media platforms. Yep. We're on Twitter at Booze and Brews. We are on Facebook at Booze and Brews. And we're also on the Instagram at Podcast. Yeah, a little different there, but it's the same as the email address. Smidgen's not going to be too hard. different. So that's a but. But please, the email. We post bizarre uh, memes from from the show. 
We uh, do weird shit. Yeah, man. if you listen every week and then follow us on social media, you, get you will it. on Thursday laugh about something you laughed about on Monday. That's right. But in a whole we new way. Like organic laughs. free range uh, lunatics. Lunatics. Yeah. <laughs> Meat smoothies. Meat smoothies. Oh. These are things we remind you of that were funny. That's yep. right. Oh, thanks, guys. You yeah. are welcome. This you know, is good. This I is don't, good. I, I don't thoroughly know sauced. Uh, yeah, I am losing conversation. Oh, mm-hmm. I've had a Irish glass and a half Irish champagne. Irish wristwatch. I did it three you fucking did. times, man. Yeah, you know that. I'm getting good at fucking talking for a living, man. Mm-hmm. You got to do the red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red, red leather, leather, yellow leather. Yeah, but you're doing a weird thing with your face. Which is the only reason you have to warm up the red muscles in your leather, face. You're actually leather. supposed to practice everything before you say it with the champagne, with a cork in your mouth. Because if you can put a cork in your mouth, it becomes much easier to say without it. I don't what? know that. It's weird little... Where did you learn this? Fucking internet. Okay. I was right. Was I don't even know. I just made that shit up. It was a guy who had a van down by the river. Oh. <laughs> told me all about <laughs> it. it. Was like, just put this in your mouth and talk a little bit. So Gargle. we're going to... Y'all, we're going to come back to you next Close week. your eyes. I promise it's a cork. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Come on, Bob. No, I went there first. I went there first. Jesus. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, I don't know. We're, we're going to do something. Yeah. I'm Feel like, free what? to send us a suggestion. Yeah, please, because we got no idea. Because otherwise we're going to have to make it I up. I mean, it's, it's Valentine's Day. We can do that. It's Chinese New Year. There's a couple things These, we can we do. We could do Chinese Valentine's. Chi- yeah. The Real ghosts specific. of Chinese lovers. No. Uh, today was Football Boys Day, and yep. we didn't even do any sort of sports thing. No, yeah. fuck that. Hey, let us know on social media who won the Super Bowl. We don't give a shit. Yeah, we don't give a shit. <laughs> I wore it's my tied sports right now. shirt. Yeah, you did. The game's tied, by the way. I, I cool. Oh. 3-3. Three, three. Good. Interesting. Sure. What is that? It's 3-3. Three, three. Like finger banging. Oh, it's finger, finger banging. Finger banging three. She's uh, 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 like giving the shocker to, hey, to Sweet Lady Jane. Bow, 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 sweet Lady Jane. Sweet Lady Jane. That's, three fingers, three words. That's Sweet Lady, sweet Lady Jane. Jane's actually like weekly special is the oh. three finger shocker. <laughs> And on that note, we will talk to you next week. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.